All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Dow Talk Weekly. This is Dow Talk, your one-stop shop for everything Dallas. I'm Tommy. I'm Cool Horse Girl. Frigian decided not to join us for episode 50, which is just depressing. He said he had a had Shameful, a call. isn't it? Yeah, he said he had a call, same time as this, but I don't know. I don't buy it. Maybe he'll be joining us shortly um, if he gets off his call early and joins us. But this is episode five zero. We've done 50 of these bad boys. Um, that's just the weekly episode. I think we've done over 100 total of Dow Talk. CG, you've been around for all 50, but um, you have, you've only been a host for the past couple four. Any thoughts on the Dow Talk pod? It's still pretty niche, pretty small audience, but it is growing. We see you out there. Thoughts? Yeah, it's, I agree. So it's like, it is few, but I do meet people at conferences that listen to it religiously. And I wonder how good, like, the stats are on Spotify. Like, you can actually see who's listening to it, you know? But I totally meet people who, when I mention you were Fridge, they're like, oh, yeah, from Dow Talk, <laughs> which I don't that's that. a something, right? I don't believe you. I swear, I swear <laughs> to God, I've met two people. <laughs> <laughs> two, yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess, yeah. My mom listens. My mom knows you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was. She's I like, was, oh, Tommy with those blue eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Thought you'd like that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, no, that's a true that's, story, though. Um, oh, yeah. I was editing last week and I was, I was telling Frizz this. I was like, this podcast is so niche. We're such nerds, but like, it is what it is, right? Like, I enjoy doing it. I think people enjoy listening to it. I think. Um, the Dow space is small but mighty and very passionate about what we're doing. And I think that is the, the foundation of any, you know, large industry down the line is there, there's always a time when it was relatively small and passionate and niche and, you know, maybe looked down upon. And maybe there's a lot of, uh, second guessing of whether, you know, you're in the right space, or you're doing the right thing. And then you, you double down on it and you keep building. And I think, Maybe I've fallen victim or other people have fallen victim to like, well, we're expecting it to happen in two years or three years. But I think sometimes things take much longer than that. And, uh, we'll be here throughout it all as we grow and the, and the ecosystem grows. But yeah, I mean, big on that topic, like a, a big launch this week from Coinbase, which is, you know, the, well, the leading the charge, I'd say, are on the front lines of of bring, bringing crypto mainstream. Base or Coinbase has done a lot of, um, you know, God's work for the entire ecosystem, kind of leading the charge and being the shield, no pun intended, um, against like regulation and you know bringing crypto into the mainstream. But uh, if you were unfamiliar, I doubt anyone listening is familiar. But Coinbase launched Base, which is their L two this week. Let me read a tweet from them on their announcement, and then we'll, you kind of, you know, we'll kind of dive deeper into it, a discussion of what it means. Base is open and on-chain summer is here. Become a part of Base history by make, by minting Base Day 1 to join the story of bringing the world on-chain. Absolutely killed the marketing. Um, the entire rollout of Base has been... There's been a few bumps, but in terms of from, from a marketing perspective, which is mostly how I view it, been pretty awesome base coinbase always kills the vibe game um which is pretty awesome to see from someone as large as them and why i think they're doing god's work you know um being the the spear for crypto because they kind of kill it in every aspect see any like broad thoughts on 
on base launch this week. I'd love to get it from your perspective. Yeah, a few. Like I'm a huge fan of Coinbase just because I've used it as an off-ramp for years, which is maybe somewhat shameful in the crypto space, right? Um, but still, yeah, no, the they definitely hit the vibes. The one thing I will say is like, how have they not used based like this is so based um for their marketing i mean that's like a massive one right as a um based ghoul holder i guess i'm especially (laughs) they had to have had the conversation i wonder if they're just like we're not doing it like (laughs) we're gonna right someone must have put their foot down because it's crazy it just hasn't come up but also maybe not who knows but i would assume yeah and also maybe they wanted to stand alone and not, you know, co-opt a, a uh, already existing, you know, saying in the space. But who knows? I'm just saying it would have made my base schools that I hodl uh, pop off probably. So <laughs> small L, but um, exciting nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you minted the base day one? No, have you? No, but I think I'm going to. I'm. I've minted a few of the Coinbase things. I like that they do this kind of minting for such like a, you know, like even I said, it's somewhat shameful to be like a frequent Coinbase user in the space because of the like centralization and all. Mm -hmm. But they do make an effort to be at least a little bit degen um, with the NFTs, um, even with like a Dune dashboard. I mean, that's more than what you can say for most sexes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 160 million has already been bridged to the layer two on base mainnet, which is, which is, I guess went live a week ago, but officially went live yesterday or two days ago. If you listen to this on the release day, but, um, it's live on tally. Frigion had a great tweet and we released their PR around it. Builders and users take note. Tally's decentralization stack is now available on base. Tooling is no longer an excuse for projects with tokens to have centralized admin control of treasury funds. Frigion bringing the heat as always. He might be joining here as, us here in a second, but uh, yeah, base is live on Tally. We're excited to see uh, DAO start to get built on on base and, and support on Tally. So it's, it's super exciting. Thoughts? Yeah. I think for some like context on that one too, which we didn't talk about last week, is the rug from the bold meme coin. Um, that was like, base's first project and on like that just wouldn't have happened if bold was on tally right obviously um because it'd actually be decentralized so it's exciting to think that there is like there's an easy solution to this common pitfall um on l2s um like these rugs 85 (laughs) percent post-launch is crazy um but yeah easy solution welcome frisian (laughs) frisian we're talking about your tweet. Um, we're talking about your tweet. We're just we're just running through the base launch and you know what it means for the ecosystem as a whole. Um, we literally were just talking about your tweet as you joined. So, welcome, my friend. Also, just jump right into it. Thoughts on the base launch and and what it means for Tally and what it means for DAOs, particularly on a, on a on a macro scale and a micro scale. I have I have a lot to catch up on here. Like starting with like CHG. Are you recording in? like a shower when what is what is behind you well i told you i'm trying to switch where i work every day and i was recording in the basement of my friend's pub and then someone came in and said they were teaching a salsa class 
So now I'm recording in the washroom of my friend's pub. <laughs> I love it. I love it. CHG comes in from everywhere. You can expect a new background every every time. Yeah. <laughs> the real reason to watch Dow Talk. Yeah. Tally Tally is anti-rug technology. So, you know, um, like, like, that could be the meme. Yeah. I, well, I, I thought about actually including that, um, when I was tweeting about this, but I don't want to imply that, like, you know, it, it, it implying that things are rug is rugs are kind of, is kind of a loaded term. Um, but it's true. Like, uh, you know, um, there's really no reason, like, this weird, like, crypto industry of meme coin degenerates where everyone is like there's a new chain we're going to go over here and try to figure out which meme coin is the one that isn't going to take all my money and instead is going to 10x like this industry like there's no reason that these folks shouldn't be just putting like the folks who are building these meme coins putting the the like uh i guess treasury or like the whatever percentage of the token supply that they retain as the dev in a governor contract so that everyone is understands like you know where it is and isn't possible to rug and 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 what that means is that if they're not doing it right um it's probably rug so we need to figure out how to get the people who don't intend to rug <laughs> to do this as like a differentiator so people pile into their projects so i th- like i think i think that is happening to some degree, right? Like tally is a signal of quality, um, but m- probably hasn't penetrated the meme coin industry yet. It's more, you know, at the like uh, larger protocol level. So I've got to figure out how to get, get these meme coin devs to, to kind of see the light on, uh, on on-chain governance. Anyone can be a meme coin dev in 27 seconds. Um, maybe we could make a video like that for tally. Like, you can get on tally in this many seconds and then we can share it with the meme coin one. And that makes the connection. This is a, this is a product. Uh, it's a real idea. Live on that. <laughs> I think it's my, one of my favorite quotes of that talk is anyone can be a meme coin to have in 21 seconds or 27 seconds. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, well, we're super excited for base. Um, we're not going to beat a dead horse here. Um, it's been the talk of the town all week. We'll link all of the things we talked about early here on, uh, in the show notes. If you want to get involved and start building on base, maybe read the docs so you can, you know, build a down base. I think, I don't know what you think, you guys, but, um, there's not been a ton of uh, activity on layer twos in terms of like DAOs being built. I think like, Polygon is the biggest and we've explored why in the past in terms of like transaction pricing and infrastructure. Optimism has a little bit. We're rolling through them on tally right now on uh, on the the network like indicator on tally to see you know what 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 DAOs are on which. Polygon definitely has the most after mainnet. Um do you foresee, maybe Frisian start with you, since you're like resident technical expert. I know expert's a loaded term, but do you foresee, you know, base being an unlock for DAOs on L2s? Or do you think it's a, a problem that it's not solving or there's a problem I'm not addressing here? That's the reason why, you know, we're not seeing a ton of activity on other L2s besides Polygon. I think that Tally is kind of, where the most mature protocols govern, right? And that that's why we haven't seen a lot of adoption yet um, on 
like a lot of these newer chains, basically. Like the ecosystem just still has a lot of maturing to do. Um, I've been pushing pretty hard, actually, in the Arbitrary ecosystem because there are some reasonably large protocols like GMX, Treasure, and Camelot come to mind um, that, yeah, just do not have like uh, trustless governance you know, or governance guarantees in place. And, uh, you know, I, I have definitely like, uh, made my, made my voice heard on that topic uh, <laughs> a couple times. So I'm hoping that, um, yeah, I'm, I think we just need to continue evangelizing. Right. Um, like the, I think the key point is cause some people are just more risk tolerant than others. Right. Like I've talked with protocol devs in the past who are like, well, yeah, like we have legal risks for the fact that like we're on a multi-sig and are the only ones in control of this protocol and funds, but like it'll be fine. Right. Um, and that's kind of like, well, that's your decision. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think where the, where the pitch is harder to ignore is around go to market. So like my view is that the most, the like stickiest and highest quality users and liquidity in the space do care about governance, right? So like if I am an institution or even like a crypto like institution, right? I'm like a team or like a small hedge fund or whatever, right? Um, I want to know if the team can rug me <laughs> like, and, and that's going to affect the amount of funds I'm willing to deploy into this ecosystem and so that's where I think the message really can be compelling for some of these teams is like you can actually unlock more liquidity by helping people understand how the protocol is upgraded and who has control over the, you know, the protocol's funds. Um, so there's not these like magical increases in token supply or magical decreases in liquidity um, that people aren't able to follow. So um yeah, that, that's like a message I've been pushing, but I think we still have work to do. Um, no, I'll just echo the the maturity thing about Tally. We've talked about in the past, like internally and maybe a bit externally, um, like what DAOs are actually on Tally. And if you scroll through Tally, there's like what feels like millions of DAOs, right? There's like 5,000 plus at least. I think that's an old number too. And some of them are like 500K. I want a different number there. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are... Um, <laughs> like you gotta put your beam coins on that's how we get it but um yeah i mean some of them are like even when i write the newsletter some of them are ave arbitrum optimism like you know the most like well-known important massive ones in the space and then there's also ones that are doing really cool things um that aren't as um like maybe well-known but unlocks a great example um, content guild as well, which is a small plug. And then there's also a bunch of tiny random ones, um, on Tally. So I like that Tally doesn't have a, like, exactly specific use case of who can be on Tally and who can't be on Tally. Um, even if some may benefit more than others. Um, so yeah, base is huge opportunity for DAOs of all sizes, um, to join, even if that's pioneering as the first one. I'm excited to see it on there for sure. Absolutely. All right, moving along. We've talked about this before, this tweet from John Charbonneau around proof of governance. Um, going to start calling this proof of governance instead of POA. POA is accurate for something like Noble, but that's different. Proof of governance can be similar. Consensus voting mechanism are different. But importantly, you have governance processes in place to choose those delegates. CHG, I know you wrote about this in the Tally newsletter. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it um, around like, 
proof of governance versus proof of stake or the similarities or differences around it. Um, and we'll link to this as well. There's a whole talk around it um, from John Charbonneau that we'll link as well, but we're not going to watch a YouTube video live. And then I would love to hear Frigian's response if there is a response to it. Um, floor is yours. Yeah, John Charbonneau is so cool. He has a lot of like, hot but correct takes sort of um i feel like there's a lot of like twitter uh people you know slash influencers who just drop like the hottest um takes ever that don't make a ton of sense if you really read into it but this one makes such good sense so like maybe i'll try to break it down just a bit so he's saying like um should roll up stitch staking and he's saying yes and it's not just a semantics thing this like proof of governance versus proof of authority um it's like a very real thing because proof of stake makes sense but it also doesn't make sense right because um ultimately um take lido for example so lido picks 30 validators um and will outsource building blocks to them but um, that's not you as a staker picking your validators. It's Lido picking validators, which is fine in some regards. Um, but it, like we just talked about, it'll affect who, how much you want to put in, um, and how comfortable you feel with the validators. So if a validator acts, um, maliciously or quote unquote misbehaves, um, you can get slashed and that's not by your own doing because you didn't pick the validators. So John Charbonneau, um, in both that talk and this tweet, what he's sort of talking about is um, activating sort of delegates um, as proof of authority that would be voted upon by the protocol to be validators um, rather than the protocol just choosing them themselves. So a good example of that is Arbitrum's on-chain governance model um, and the Security Council, which maybe Frigian, you can get into that, how that reflects directly on uh, proof of authority um, versus proof of governance. Yeah, so um, I think I think that uh, governance is kind of underutilized as a as like a means for uh, it's it's an underexplored design space for for like for chains, right? So we we talk about how tally um, is is how you run a protocol, um, but what is the actual difference between like a blockchain, right? And a protocol, there really isn't a difference. Um, and if you, one thing I've been thinking about a lot lately is if you start to unpack, you know, on-chain governance in the sense that most people do it on tally and proof of stake, um, for example, like Ethereum proof of stake, there is, um, there are a lot of similarities in the designs, right? Like ultimately one of the important guarantees or like crypto economic incentives that drive governor or that drive tally are, are the idea that like uh, the people who have voting power in the proposal also hold a token, which has market value. And so you're sort of exposed to the downside um, of, of the financial downside of like making bad governance decisions, which is like, um, you know, a stake, right? Like it, it is similar to the concept of putting up like 32 ETH. Um, and then therefore like having an incentive not to, you know, break, break the protocol. Um, of course that, that doesn't like, uh, th that needs to be like very thoughtfully implemented and doesn't give you guarantees against everything in the same way that Ethereum proof of stake is just like the stake part of it is just one piece. Right. And there's like a lot of nuance to the, to the implementation. Um, and so I think like, uh, I, I just think like generally like, 
my my version or like my takeaway from from John's whole like proof of governance meme is that uh, that that protocols or blockchains or app chains should think more about on-chain governance as a method or like a tool in their overall like chain security implementation. And so like the way that the Arbitrum Security Council works is a really good example of this where um, on the one level, it's a security risk that they have this, you know, nine out of 12 multi-sig that can just like categorically upgrade the chain instantly. Um, but the fact that they have to be elected in like a programmatic autonomous manner by the holders of the ARP token, um, who have a stake in the protocol kind of adds some additional, yeah, safety and security into that process. It all seems very, uh, obvious in retrospect, right? <laughs> very like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Maybe we should have these extra guardrails or extra steps in, in, in place. Um, which is just interesting. I feel like that's the the crypto space in a whole, the DAO space versus the crypto space, the the differentiation. But interesting, interesting. Okay, a couple more things before we wrap up episode five zero. Yeah, version by the way, this is episode fifty, big fifty, late to the party, but glad you can make it. Let's go. Um, fifty episodes. We're gonna run through Tally newsletter real quick. The beginning of it is basically what we talked about last week um, around the curve and curve exploit with Viper and Ave. But there are there is an on-chain proposal section which I think is very insightful for anyone who wants to stay updated on what's actually happening with on-chain DAOs. Two big proposals from Arbitrum DAO. We've covered both of them, I believe, or we covered one of them. One of them is funding the grants framework proposal around Quest Books and in the Pluristic Grants program from Plurality Labs. AAP number four, update security, count, update security council election start date to ensure time for security audit, which basically just delays the security council um, election to make sure everything is secure there. A proposal from Compound, Admatic X as collateral to USDC V3 Polygon market, which is, just seems like a basic operations proposal. And then a noun style V3 upgrade, which includes an edit to the nouns fork. And then there's always the, what are we, what we're reading and listening to, which I think is my favorite and maybe the more insightful part of Italian newsletter. This collection of articles and topics that the tally team and the Dow talk team has been reading or listening to throughout the week. Of course, Dow Talk episode is included from last week, and then there's a meme of the week as well. CHG does a great job with this. Do you have anything you want the people to know about the Tally Newsletter, why they should should read it beyond the fact that it is super insightful? Um, any, like, how the pudding is made? Uh, yeah. Um, well, for one, I usually put a picture um, at the end of... Usually it has an animal in it, um, but something I'm doing that way. Oh, those cookies were so good. But um, anyway, I think the um, proposals uh, section is really helpful. Like if you're just a DAO voter in general or part of those DAOs, I think it's pretty helpful to get the uh, the proposal summarized into like two sentences on what you're voting for. I think especially non-delegates, like if you can't be bothered to read um, the whole proposal, the newsletters, so key. Every single proposal that's live on Tally, um, is going on the newsletter, um, with that has like voters over a hundred. 
Uh, so likely any DAO you're part of that has a proposal live, it'll be on there, um, which is pretty helpful. It's been helpful to uh, my my personal like friends in the space. I think some of them just scroll to that section, vote, and then move on. But that's fine. <laughs> love it. Love it. Make sure to check out Tally Newsletter edition number 109, which will be this week or next week if you're listening to this on Friday. One last piece. We had a new article from Content Guild, one of the newer articles or one of the more recent articles from in a long time, actually dodging the tyranny of structural. Mm, wow. Cannot speak. Dodging the tyranny of structurelessness in Dallas. That is a tongue twister. It's from Rika Goldberg, a multiple time contributor to content guild. Go check out this article on the tally mirror. If you want to get involved in content guild, DM me or DM anyone on this podcast on Twitter. We'll get you into Content Guild or get you an application for Content Guild. This is a very deep dive into the structures of DAOs and why it is important. Um, very deep. So I would definitely go read this. It is an awesome piece full of juicy research from one of our smarter or one of the most smart members of Content Guild. Go check it out. That is it, my friends. Any closing thoughts on episode 50 of DAO Talk? Through the episode fifty, a a a look back at fifty episodes. It's been uh, pretty wild. We talked at the beginning, Frigian, about how it's very niche, but also like a very strong audience, and it's kind of reflective of the DAO space as a whole. You know, small but mighty, um, building. Even though, you know, it's not the sexy part of crypto. Any thoughts? No one. That's going to be the end. <laughs> You were so eloquent there. I, I don't know how to follow <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be here for another 50 episodes, um, hopefully. We'll do episode 100 soon. I'll see you next week for episode 5-1 of Dow Talk. Frisian won't be here. It'll just be me and CHG. He'll be frolicking through the, through the mountains somewhere on the West Coast of the United States. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>